Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. It's Tuesday, when we're recording this anyway, and that means it's time to mess it up. Are you ready to mess it up? Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Hey, listen, you told me to start the show, so I get to do it however you had the opportunity. Truth. And Truth. Uh, hopefully I'm not frustrating you too much, but um, we'll talk about that more later. Um, this is the Mess It Up podcast, though, and we are here to hopefully take messes, turn them into messages, and uh, see how we move through life together and without and I don't know. Easy for you to say. It's a mess. Yes, it is. Yeah, I am so tempted right now to start over, but I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> Somebody had actually, go ahead. Who are you? I'm, oh, I'm the bow tie guy. And I'm the biker chick. Yeah. Somebody had actually asked me that the other day if we edit our shows. Yeah, a and lot. Yeah, completely. The answer is no. I don't think we've like started one time and stopped. Yeah, that's that's about and that's it. because Paul said he was the biker chick. Yeah, and he couldn't let it go. I thought it would have been great. It would have been pretty funny. But and then one time somebody walked in when we were recording oh, at yeah. the other uh, the yep. old studio. We had to pause and it. we had to pause it. But yep. uh, otherwise, yeah, we just y'all get what you get, man. Yeah, and you don't have a fit. But don't bump. Get a get what you get and don't have a fit. I get it. Yeah, I get it. that's how I, I that's how I did that. So. Um, we have a thing here at the uh, Mess It Up podcast called the um, the Word of the Week. We do. What is it? And the Word of the Week <gasps> this week is repository, which is a place or building or a receptacle where things are or may be stored. It's just, you know, a place to collect things, like a junk bin. And I like to think that my brain is a repository for big words. I agree. And, and mine's a repository for small words. Woo! Would you use repository in the great way? So, do you want to tell them what happened when I told you the word of the week this week? No. <laughs> do you care if I tell them? No. All right. So, um, repository sounds a lot like suppository. And, yeah. <laughs> so she's like, really? That's what I was like. No, repository. So if you can use the word of the week correctly in a sentence, you get ten bonus points this week. So keep track of your own bonus points here on your honor system. If you want to post yourself uh, getting bonus points on any of our social media platforms, that's great. We'll tell you about those at the end of the show, and um, we love to hear from you. You we, know, this is all just frustrating me. Is it? Yeah. How so? I don't know. You just want to bring it in? I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little move we like to call control freak. Well, uh, but Christina saying, I will be part of the show today. I will. Normally, you know, on the normal basis, I'm not. Here's how much she isn't. If you go back and listen to last week's show, listen to the very end. You can hear the the ticking of the clocks in the studio as I was waiting for Christina to do her, her, you know, usual send off with the last word. And right. she just wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do Pretty it. Pretty darn funny, sis. I was standing my ground. Yeah. So talk to me about frustration. I don't know. I just wanted to get to it. You just wanted to get to I it? I just figured it was time. Yeah. Um, frustration, I think is probably, and I hate to paint with these big bright brushes like everybody, but I'm going to go out on a huge limb and say, Everybody gets frustrated at some point. I would say so. I, I would I just, agree. I don't see that that wouldn't happen to anybody. The Pope, Mother Teresa, your sweet grandma, whatever. Frustration is something that... Even Jesus got frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So much he threw over some tables. Yep. Yep. So it's not, it's not a sin to get frustrated. No. 
so frustration comes in all the time. And this week it, it's on my mind because I've been frustrated lately over different issues. And I'm actually quite proud of myself for how I'm handling it. Yeah. It's, it's not old Paul behavior, mm. uh, which I think is good. Yeah. Um, but it's still, you know, being aware and, and ready to respond, react, uh, whatever to frustration is important for me in my recovery. Cause if I'm not ready for it, it can knock me over. Right. Um, and you know, anything that catches me by surprise is going to have more force or have the opportunity for more force and something I'm ready for. Uh, if I brace myself for uh, contact with a person, if I'm going to, you know, I know someone's going to run into me and I'm bracing myself for it. It doesn't hurt me as much as if it just comes out of the blue and then my body flops around or I fall over or I lose my balance, whatever. So you're saying if you expect frustration, you are then more capable of dealing with it when it comes at you. Not necessarily expect it, but if I am able to recognize when I see it coming okay, uh, and have a plan for it instead of just being reactionary, I, it's again, that whole concept that we talked about many shows ago, respond versus react. Right. And if I can be responsive to frustration, I'm probably going to be more successful. That's my experience. And in order to respond, I need to be prepared. And part of that preparation for me is being able to look and see what's coming and, and have a little bit of anticipation about it. Now, I'm going to say anticipate, but not expect, um, because I don't want to just be, you know, a Debbie Downer and a doom and gloom kind of person just saying, okay, today's the day. I, I, I really got frustrated by a customer of mine at Starbucks many years ago. And I would say, hey, how's it going today? Oh, it's going great, but the day is still long and, it, you know, it can... There's plenty of time to mess that up. Right. I was like, what kind of a sour attitude is that? You're just... A sour apple. Yeah. You're waiting for it. And if I'm waiting for it, I will start to paint that picture. Right. Uh, I won't get a, a, a good, honest view of what my day is. They have a word for that, don't they? Like self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing? Affirmative. Right? Yes. Woo. Yeah. Glad that came to me. Wow. Big word, no, Christina. No, I agree. It's... I think it's always good to do a self attitude check too, so that you're not bringing on frustration. Cause I know if I'm in a pissy mood, everything's going to frustrate me. So if I'm in a pissy mood and I'm like, okay, stop. I know I'm in a bad mood and I know things are going to irritate me. So this is what I need to do. And I do that a lot with my children because I know that I'm frustrated for things outside of my relationship with my children. So I can go, okay, I'm pissy because this, then I can let my kids know my old, my oldest kid anyway. Hey, I'm frustrated because of this. Please know that it's not directed at you. And I will try to be more patient with you. That way, I guess it's kind of anticipating things that might happen between and us. That's, that's a, 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 a tough situation too, because it bothers me and I've done this and that's why it bothers me. I try to be aware in my own life of granting myself permission to act out. Well, I had a bad day, so I deserve to do this. Like, mm. oh, you know, I, I had a rough day at work, so everybody at home better watch out because I will just unload on you. Well, if I can already see it coming, that means I have the choice and I'm choosing to do it. I'm not choosing to ignore it. And other people, this was brought out to me one time, when I was in a group counseling session and the person said, well, I had been drinking, so I did this. 
And the counselor was like, you know, I've been drinking, but I've never done what you did. So your drinking does not excuse your behavior in that. This was a choice that I made to do this thing. And um, I have to live with that. I have to take responsibility for it. Uh, so just the idea that it's been a bad day and I'm frustrated, so world better watch out. That just doesn't fly. No, uh, I for think me. that self-awareness needs to be used in a positive manner. So, you know, you're aware that you're in a frustrated mood. You need to take that and own it in a positive and a constructive way of saying, okay, I'm frustrated. What do I do now with this? Instead of just letting it take control and be what it is because frustration run rampant turns into anger and can be all kinds of destructive. And just any of our addictions and, and negative behaviors, right. that it, it doesn't have to come from frustration, but certainly for me, frustration was a trigger yeah. uh, for my hurts, habits, and hangups. What is that acrostic? Do you know it? It comes with anger. Is it oh, fear? Oh, hungry, hurt? Hurt. Yeah, yeah, there's hurt, there's heart, but hungry, angry, lonely, tired is the one that I always go to with halt. Halt. Okay. Yeah. And um, that's, yeah, it, it's for me a big one. Right. It's good to know your triggers, I guess, is where I was going with that. It's good to know like when to, to stop, to halt, and check yourself. And Before I you riggedy wreck yourself. Hey, that was a good one. Wow. Um, I was thinking about, and I always mess up this fellow's name, but I'm going to try. If I mess it up, we'll make a message out of it, right? Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Neil Tyson deGrasse. I have no idea. Neil, I think it might be Neil Tyson deGrasse. Anyhow, he's like the celebrity astronomy guy, like scientist mm. that, that does things. And he was talking about getting a new phone and that he was doing an interview with someone and the person commented, oh, you don't have a phone case on your expensive iPhone. And he's like, no, I never use a phone case. I'm like, well, that's just begging for trouble. He said, when I get a phone, I take it in my hands and I just roll it around in my fingers and I do all sorts of dexterous tricks with my phone so that I know what it feels like and I'm intentional when I hold my phone. And the guy said, well, that's an interesting perspective. He said he was watching a military drill team with the guns and flipping around and stuff like that. And he said that the reason they do that is, you know, for show, but it's also those soldiers know their weapon and they don't touch it without intentionality. So whenever they're using it, they know it. So if it starts to fall, they know how to catch it and they know what to do. So he said, I know what my phone feels like and how to you know, manipulate it or whatever. So I'm not going to drop it. Whenever I use my phone and have it in my hand, it is with intention. And so in my life, I need to have intention with my recognition of that. So I'm, I'm better able to handle those things to come my, my triggers and, and know how to use them properly. And automatically what comes to mind isn't wanting to argue with that. Okay. Because I'm sure those weapons have safeties on them, right? Probably. So they don't discharge in case something does happen. Right. Not that. But back ever in the day when they happen. first started doing that, they mm -hmm. didn't. Right. And those guys probably but don't do it on the battlefield. They didn't have cell phones back in the day. I don't think anybody was well, worried no, but, about dropping. Right. Right. Their old. But, but his 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 point is that those guys know their tool. I get the point. Yeah. But there's still we have insurance because there's an insurance factor. 
right? There's, there's, no, there's I, a factor I use a, we cannot I use a case predict. because I'm an oaf. <laughs> but it's insurance, right? It's a protection policy, basically, right. for your phone. You know that you're an oaf. And so you have insurance on your phone. But in a way, is that me denying the reality and, and, and absolving myself of the responsibility to take care of the thing? Because like, my child was more important to me than my phone. And I didn't put a case or make my child run around with a helmet when I was holding him because I just knew when I'm holding this baby, that's what I need to focus on. And I'm not as intentional. You never dropped your child? I did not. Now, I bet you I was dropped. I was like, um, kiddo never rolled off the couch. No, no, she didn't. Every child of mine has always rolled off of something. No, I was always on it. I guess I was a worse mother than you were a father. I'm just kidding. I roll up things and stuff them next to my child so that they don't fall off the couch. Yeah. I'm going to put a case on my phone. Right. It doesn't mean that I don't treasure whatever that is. You know, when I'm in the shower bathing my child, because I like to do that a lot, I'm not going to soap them up and then slip and slide with them. Right. But you I know, guess that also goes to the point of, of, of knowing the possibilities, and, and which is also what we're talking about with, with knowing those red flags. The risks. And, and seeing the, the things, yeah and, yeah, and just being aware of it. Yeah. yeah. So I think you can do all that you can do to know your phone, but those one-offs are still going to happen. They might. Yes. And, and so they make the me same cry. with frustration, you can do everything you can to better prepare yourself, um, for those moments of frustration, but just understand that we are human uh-huh. and things are going to happen and we will not handle every situation perfectly. You might find yourself though, in a mess. Yeah. Even though you have put your phone case around you and try to protect you the best that you can. There's still going to be those times where you're going to fall and sometimes it might crack your screen and sometimes it might not, but there's going to be messes that come out of it. Christine said, I might crack your screen. And I looked over at my phone. That's got a scratch on the screen and I cringe. Right. (laughs) So we just do our best, I guess is my point. We can prepare the best that we can, but being prepared gives us a better possible, uh, positive outcome at the end. It, It doesn't guarantee we can't ward off all mistakes and, and yes. incidences. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So give grace too. Absolutely. Well, uh, we've, we've taken a little bit of time here. Uh, so we're going to roll into our song of the week right now. The song of the week this week is a song from the band Need to Breathe. And this is called Forever on Your Side. So we'll see you on the other side of the break and talk about it when we get back.
is a great song. Yeah, I don't know what that word noise was either. <laughs> I made a weird noise. Some strange we're noise. Us. Yeah, that was peculiar. But um, that song is a, is a great song. And to me, it's one of those songs. It's like perfect wedding song. But I think any it perfect is. wedding song is a perfect Jesus Loves Me song, too. Yes. And and that's the way I listen to this song when it says, you know, everything falls in line because I'm by your side. Take my hand when I when you can't see the light because I'm forever by your side. That's that's Jesus. That footprints poem. Just you know, he's carrying us. That one. I do. Okay. I know what you, you're talking you about. You look at me like, what are you crazy? Uh, well, that was for a different reason. Oh wow. <laughs> I guess that makes sense, doesn't <laughs> it? Uh, but that's the way I see this song. It's just that that love of Jesus that it, it doesn't matter. He's forever. Not a lot of the time. Not for now. Not we'll see. Not uh, you know temporarily or conditionally. Forever. Forever is a mighty long time. It is. This is just a really pretty song. Yeah. And I do. I do get the the marriage vibe. The you know, singing this to your husband or wife. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. And of course, the originator of love is the big guy. So anything that portrays his love uh, definitely can go back to the roots in him. All love is rooted in him. Wow. Yeah. Welcome to Christina Gets Deep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> Yeah, no. I, well, I was I was hoping you might throw some Christianese on me uh, because that would be like you know just the the coolest. No, I got no Christianese for you. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So before this uh, song, we were talking about frustration. Yeah, and it frustrates me. The things that <laughs> frustrate. So if you want to, you know, reach into your repository of frustration, bam. Uh, what are what are some things that might frustrate you or that do frustrate you or that, you know, because we were talking about seeing the warning signs. Everything frustrates me. Not me. Oh, boy. <laughs> do we have to have an honest moment right now? Let's welcome to Christina uh, Gets Honest on right. the Mess It Up podcast. No, I, so I am not as quick tempered as I used to be, but I am easily frustrated. Um, I used to be like, just pull the trigger, bam, explosive. Uh, very easily frustrated, easily angered. They just came hand in hand. There right. was no like small level of frustration that didn't turn into anger. It always ended in anger. Every feeling did. I love you. You make me angry. <coughs> no cough button. <laughs> he looks traumatized. You guys, you guys will be able to see him one day. Yeah. Yeah. Via our super secret thing. We'll talk about later. Um, but he does. You look frustrated every time you cough and there's no cough yeah. button. But I think a lot of things frustrate me still to this day. It's what I do with that frustration that makes a difference. So I find myself being frustrated quite often, but it's, it's weighing it. Is it a big enough issue to really venture down okay, that road? Yeah. For me, I always ask myself, is this a mountain I want to die on? And quite frequently, no, it's not. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, as we're talking about this, I hear us using words frustration and anger. Uh-huh. To you, and I haven't spent any time thinking about this, so I don't know if I have a solid answer, but yeah. are they interchangeable? Is there a delineation between frustration and anger? I think frustration does not have to turn into full-blown anger. I think anger is like the end Point. So are you are you seeing the anger as the explosive part? Can you be can you be calm angry? 
No, I can't. I personally cannot be calm angry. Okay. I can be calm frustrated. Okay. Because then it's like, okay, this is frustrating. What do I do with it? What avenue do I want to go down now? Do I, okay, this is frustrating, but it's really not, not a big deal. Like it's small, you know, don't sweat the small things. Right. Um, is it a small thing that I don't want to sweat? And then I manage it and put it into a little thing and deal with it. Or if it's something that just goes from frustration to anger because it just moves that rapidly down it, then I know that it's a big deal and I need to figure it out. Right. So I don't think they're interchangeable. I think frustration leads to, could potentially lead to anger. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I can be explosive angry, but I can also be silent, seething angry. Yeah. Um, and for me, the, the red flag that I have to look at when I get into frustrating, angering situations is I, I try to be aware of denial. Mm -hmm. Am I dealing with this? Am I denying this? If I don't, you know, if I just let it, you know, go or whatever, is that denial or is that just being healthy and letting it go? And, and it, it, it's, uh, situationally dependent. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it, one thing could be, and I could do the exact same thing and it it's now it's denial instead of being healthy. Uh, and that's a hard one for me to pinpoint or define, but I understand it when I'm in it. Like, okay, this, I, I feel like I'm denying right now. I'm not living in truth and honesty that I'm, I'm just living in denial and, and not dealing with an issue. And I think one of the ways I can tell is if it keeps coming back and knocking on the door. Hmm. Um, okay. If it's like, Hey, climb this mountain, climb this mountain, climb this mountain. Right. Um, that's, that's a difficult thing for me. And that's something that in and of itself can frustrate me. <laughs> I see that yeah. on your face. Yeah. It's just, uh, sometimes I get into these logic loops that become a, a point of frustration. Um, so how do you work through that? So it doesn't turn into talking for me is critical yeah. for me to talk about it because if I just solve it with the committee in my head, I don't necessarily get a solid, healthy, rational answer. I'll come up with an answer, but it might not be a great answer. Yeah. Those yahoos up there in yeah. my noggin yeah. aren't always on my side, but I try to, I try to ask people for input on it. And I try to share with them what I'm going through because just the verbalization of it is, is big, but I also try to make sure I don't get into an echo chamber. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know I, I have an issue coming up that I wanted to talk to someone about. And so I was asking several different people for advice on how to handle it. Now I knew if I go to these certain two or three people, they would give me the answer that I really wanted. They'd yep. give me the permission yep. that I would have liked to have. And so I could just do that and stop. Mm -hmm. But I try to be fully engaged in my investigation and ask someone who will disagree with me so I can see the good rationale for doing something different right. and make a, for me, if I'm going to try to make an educated choice, I can't just listen to the yes people right. or the no people. I've right. got to listen to the yeses and the nos. I've got to get both sides of the argument, um, which is what drives me so nuts about cable news channels is they, nobody gives you both sides. You know, nobody's fair and honest. It's just poppycock. It, you can't take opinion out of opinion. Um, oh, I can definitely agree with that one. hundred yeah. percent. So I, I try 
well, I used to try to listen to both sides. Now I just try to tune them all out. <laughs> but I, when I go and try to get someone's opinion, I do want to know, you know, some dissenters and some agreeers. Right. Um, so I can, For sure. I can try to be rational about it and make a, a, a good educated decision. So that's how I try to handle that frustration when it comes. And in this situation that I'm frustrated about now, I've talked to several people about it that I knew would have several different opinions. Right. Um, but the most important one for me is saying it out loud to another person. I can say yeah. it out loud to myself and it helps, but to another person and I can read their response, that really helps me get a thermometer on the crazy level at that point for me. I agree. I agree. It's always good to kind of bounce it off somebody initially. And then if it's that big of a subject, then, you know, finding those other avenues that, right. That you can explore because there are those people that I think we talked about it last podcast, maybe podcast or two, but co-signing my, my baloney. Right. And, um, you know, I definitely have those people so I can understand when I'm frustrated and I just want to talk smack. Mm-hmm. I know who to call. If right. I'm frustrated and I really want some bounce back of, Hey, I understand that you're frustrated, but have you thought about this or, you know, Scaling it on on a scale of one to 10, how big of an issue is this? Are you making a mountain out of a molehill kind of thing? Or is it something that is going to come back and keep knocking? Like you said, is it something that, you know, you're denying or not seeing the full picture of, or how can we explore this some more to get the root of it and get it plucked and pulled out so that it's not coming back? Right. I remember, uh, way back early in the show we had, uh, back in, oh, I don't know, it was May or June, we had... Uh, my friend Pastor Heather on and she's a person that I was having an issue one time with a person that both of us disagreed with this person we mm-hmm. we were not um, we didn't approve of the way they handled certain things right and so at one point I was complaining about this person in front of her and I was fully expecting that she'd be like on the bandwagon yeah and she's like you know what Paul you're not being fair right now. That that has nothing to do with that. And that's just, you need to stop that. And I was like, wait a minute. This is not what we're here for, to right. be rational. I want you to join in and let's be snarky. And it really opened my eyes and totally upped my level of respect for her because I knew she'd call me on my baloney. And, right. and I think that's an important thing. That, that's where a friendship comes in is that's a person who will risk it to tell you Maybe you need to look at it from a different angle. But how shocking is it when you expect that person to co-sign you and oh, they come back? With, I was flabbergasted. I was like, yeah, it makes me question my friendship <laughs> <laughs> for a minute. I'm like, wait a minute. Skitter. Yeah. Let's stop this crazy train. Why, why did I come talk to you? Yeah. No, I don't stop the crazy train. Right. I thought we were supposed to be on a crazy right. train. I didn't come to you because I wanted your honesty. I wanted yeah. you to yeah. Yeah, be right there with me in it. Yeah. Uh, so... Have you overcome any frustrations recently successfully? Are you going through any frustrations? All the time, every day. I get frustrated about the craziest stuff. So I am a full-time mom. Right. Full-time. I get very little time away from my four-year-old. And so the patience of being a mom all the time, I get frustrated. I get frustrated because I feel like I don't have my space to do my thing. And so it's kind of... Uh, a consistent frustration on how do I, as a mom, not get frustrated at all the things that, that occur on a day-to-day basis? How do I 
feel fulfilled with what I'm doing nonstop and not let those frustrations come in. And so it's a constant weighing of what, you know, what is important. And that's why, you know, I kept going back to, I just have to figure out, you know, is it a small thing or is it a big thing? Because I have to, and I have to look at the source of my frustration. So if Roman's completely on top of me 24 seven, which he is, he is a, a kid who I would say 10 out of 12 hours, he wants to be by my side. The other two hours he can go play independently and be fine. But most of the time he needs to be in the same room on me, beside me or whatever. He does not like to be outside of my office. He wants to be with me. And so managing that and looking at it from his perspective is one thing. Um, you know, and then I, my oldest son comes home and I expect a little relief. And so if my expectations aren't met there, then there's frustration. Then it's okay. Reevaluate. Is this my frustration based on my expectation or is this a legitimate reason? And so it's just a constant, I think, especially with where I'm at right now in life, it's just, I, um, I'm going through a lot of change in life and in medication and everything else. And so it's kind of figuring out. Where's, where's my, my standard pulse, you know, where's my, my center line. And so it's a constant right now. Yeah. And then for me, when, when the frustration becomes too much, I have, I have two general responses. One or the other is going to happen. The eruption. Right. Or an implosion into depression and, and just sinking into a dark place. And well, I've got enough medication that I'm not going to go into a depression. So that's good. Yeah. Yay. But yeah, the explosion I watch for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's good stuff Yeah, to be aware of. It is. It is. And I think we won't get away from it. No, it's always going to be there. Frustration you're going to deal with. At least I know I can only speak for myself. Um, I, I was so ingrained with anger growing up that I don't foresee frustration leaving my side anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So it's something that I need to get better at managing than I have to expect for it to be gone. Right. And I was, uh, my parents were angry people and I made a, a very cognizant decision in high school. I'm going to step away from this because I reacted to a friend in anger and saw a look of horror on their face. Yeah. And that, uh Oh, What's up? Because I didn't think there was anything wrong. And I, it made me realize my metric was way off mm. of normal. I like that. And so I made a, a decision. All right, I'm going to be a positive person. I'm not going to react with anger. Well, I went completely the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. I just denied everything, stuffed it all, and right. just always like, well, just smiley, man. Um, so trying to come up with a, a, a healthy balance is important for me. And, and I, right. I do err more on the side of positive and optimistic now. Um, but I try to do it with a rational, realistic nice. viewpoint. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this has been another short show. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Always. Um, we do have some bookkeeping to take care of before we let these fine people get back to their job. Yeah. Uh, we'll let you go back. Um, hopefully you're sitting in your parking lot right now, looking at the clock uh, a couple more minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want to get a hold of us, like uh, listener Bev in California sent us a really nice email about last week's show. Thank you, listener Bev in California. Uh, if you want to know what she sent, she I think she posted it on Facebook. So go to our Facebook page and you can check that out. Yeah. Where else can you reach us? Well, you can reach us on uh, Twitter and Instagram. 
And you can email us like Listener Bev did. Now, she sent it to the interns, and the interns forwarded it along. Uh, the interns are info at messituppodcast.com. You can reach me, Biker Chick, at bikerchick at messituppodcast.com. And I am bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. If you send something to the interns, we have a new intern. Intern Dave um, is starting with us this week. So you can say hi to Dave if you want uh, when you send it to the interns. But uh, uh, that's... You know what? Why don't you stuff the ballot box right now? Give Dave some work to do yeah. uh, on that info uh, thing. So um, he'll love that. But we also started something fun. And we have, you know, we love doing this. But it doesn't come free. We have to pay for uh, our hosting services and our website and all these things. In it, and it costs money. And we do love doing it. But we now have an opportunity. We we found a platform called Patreon that I looked yep. at. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. Right. And it allows people to become sponsors or patrons of the show. So yeah. you can help us to make the show more frequently and, and, and give us time to devote more to the show so we don't have to be yep. out trying to scratch a dollar. Um, and there you can start at $1, as low as $1 a month. And yay, you know, that's one tier that we have. There's five tiers. I'll let you check them out. Or maybe there's four. 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 Yes, four there's tiers. Four. Counting is hard. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the tiers are available to you on patreon.com. So that's P A T R E O N.com slash mess it up. And um, we would love to have you. We have a person who is our first sponsor. Yay! Thank you. And they went up at the power washer level. Everything That's has right. something to do with messes and cleaning messes up. Uh, but with that, they're getting a window sticker. They're getting a, a cool branded shop towel with the mess it up uh, branding on it and a mess it up t-shirt. Nice. So um, we try to take care of our, our sponsors and our patrons. Absolutely. And uh, check that out. We really appreciate it. I also started a community on Reddit. Nice. So if you look up messed up ministries uh, as a subreddit, um, you can keep up with what we're doing. I'll try to post some things there. And nice. we really want to start having more conversations. There's a yes. lot of you. There's hundreds of you out there listening to this show every week. And we want you to get involved. So please try to take a part in our social media stuff, uh, post things, use the hashtag uh, mess it up. And also when the show comes out, uh, we use uh, tune in Tuesday. So that's great ways to find us. Did I leave anything out, my friend? No, I think you got it all. Look at us go. Yay. It's been fantastic yes. uh, knowing you and seeing you and listening to you. Thanks for being here. We'll see you again next week when we mess it up. That's right. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up.